0: Uh, this Thursday night is the first candle of Hanukkah. And uh, as we becomes sort of a tradition with us, we're going to talk a little bit about chanukkah tonight. The Vayeshev is also one of the parshiyot of the parsha that generally Hanukkah falls out on. There are deviations, of course, but generally this is true. I want to mention that this shir is given in memory of Dr. Chuck Feldman by his loving family. And over the years, I've mentioned uh, how uh, we and the community in New Jersey and the children are all indebted to Dr. Feldman for very clear vision, which is not a simple thing in our time. In any event, in the middle of the sugya or the, the, the middle of the main sugya, Hanukkah, there's a brighter that's quoted, hanurabanan You see, let me just look at it.
1: We'll get it. hanurabanan Rabbanan, just one second. I'm always stymied by these computer demands that are made. Okay.
0: Now we've got it. Tana Rabbanan. You see, Tana Rabbanan, that's an introduction to a formal Tana'itic statement. And the formal Tana'itic statement is this. Everybody knows what a Ner Hanukkah is, so I don't explain it. But we will explain it in any event. Mitzvah, mitzvah here means the correct way of doing it. It also it is a mitzvah. We call it a mitzvah midrabanan, a mitzvah that was generated by the rabbinic appreciation of history and reality. Mitzvah. Wow! Now, what does that have to do with the mitzvah? So the critical words here are "beito" and "mibachutz," because they contradict each other. Beito is the place inside where you live and do all the things associated with beito, and then there is mibachutz. Mibachutz is outside, right? So how can you light the candle inside and outside? So the halacha says, let's read it again. Mitzvah nichal the right the right way of doing it is al petach beto mibachutz. In other words, you light the candle far away from where you live in a place that is still called Beitot. Petach Beitot. I mean, apparently the houses were built around the courtyard and the courtyard had a fence. Each house had a kind of fence with a, a door leading into their house. So if you put it al Petach Beitot, Mi Bachutz, so you get the Chutz and you get the Beitot. Now, what is the Chutz for? Why should it be Bachutz? But because we know that we light the candle in order to uh, get an appreciation of what's going on in the world. And therefore, the, the what we want to do is somehow symbolically make sure that everybody understands uh, where this miracle came from, where the miracle was the work of Hashem. So again, Nea how do you do it? How do you do it? al And then there's a, an exclusion. The Mishnah says, or they continue to say, if he lived on the second floor, the third floor, in an attic, so you could still do it you could put it on the window put the candelabrum in the window so the window looks out to the shuterab him and that's the
1: mitzvah of of spreading the
0: word making sure people see it but it's also in uh in in by it is very much in
1: his house Mani.
0: Then the Mishnah says something which we could take as a historical uh, reality. The sha'at What kind of sakana could there be for the Neret Hanukkah? So they're talking about the non-Jews who would not be happy to see the Jews celebrating a, 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 a military victory because it says something that they don't like. What that is exactly you can think of on your own. So if there's Shat sakana, so in such a case, the Chachorim say, I give up on the on spreading the word that there was a miracle, but I maintain somehow the Beto. I don't say, okay, they, I can't do it, so I won't do it. Ah, Avram Grossman says, like right now, I don't know how to do that, Avram. Disappears. Uh, what's happening in college campuses uh, today. I don't know exactly what's happening, so I'm not going to refer to that. Okay, but it says in this B'rita that if the shata HaSakanah, there's clear and ever-present danger for the Jewish people, if they light menorahs and show off, so to speak, then Manicha El Shulchano V'dayyo. Vidayo means that's enough for doing the mitzvah. Since the mitzvah it's only a mitzvah, rabbanon, right? It's only a rabbinic injunction. If, if there's a ikach nefesh involved, if you're going, you're endangering yourself, of death, then you don't have to do the mitzvah. You don't have to do it in its fullest. Okay, those are the halachot. Now we know that previously in the same sugya we learned that the Ne'er Hanukkah was Ishu Beito. There's a stress in the Gemara, which is not on the sheet, unfortunately, but in the Gemara, there's a stress on the, on the, the uh, Ne'er Hanukkah being Ishu Beito. And that's explained by Rashi as being being where they started. They looked for a way they looked for a way to commemorate Hanukkah. So, how did they do it? They had apparently the one thing that they did was they lit a candle. Somebody said, How many candles should you light? So, it became uh, accepted that everybody lit one candle. I mean, not everybody, every household lit one candle. So if there were two people in the household or ten people in the household, they lit one candle and the people walking by in the street would be able to know that there's something going on. All the Jews had candles lit lit in their in their house. Then that brighter there says that if you are Mahadrin, meaning if you want to do it even better, I mean this took time. It wasn't something happened all at the same time. And people said, I'm not getting the message across. They People see one candle in everybody's house and they don't understand that it had something to do with Hanukkah, what we call Hanukkah. So they said, what you have to do is light one candle for every household member. That means if you had four people in the household, the first night of Hanukkah, you light four candles, the second night, eight candles, the third night, Whatever it is, right? Twelve candles. Yeah, every night you light four new candles. That's what. That's how Rashi understands Mahadrim. Mahadrimates. <coughs> the Gemara says there's something called Mahadrimim. about that. They they became a machloket between Beit Hillel and Beit Shammai. How could there be a halacha, Well, we saw that before shabbat, people didn't really know how to celebrate the holiday. They didn't know what to say. What it was they were celebrating. It wasn't, uh, you know, we, we kind of are, are, are educated to think that military victory may not be of primary importance. And here they were many Jews putting up one candle each night. Some people put up one candle for each person in the household, which just created a difficulty,
1: like, you know. So finally, in this difficult situation, in this difficult situation, Beit Hillel and Beit
0: agreed about something and disagreed about something. First of all, they agreed that the eight-day holiday of chaduka of which was previously celebrated by lighting one candle every night per household, right? That was the original way that it was, that the holiday was celebrated. That they understood, Beit Hillel and Beishame, that the Pursume Nisa is missing something. And what it's missing is the idea of eight days that the miracle that took place on, on the Hanukkah, the miracle of the Pach Shem and the cruise of oil was an eight-day miracle. And if it's an eight-day miracle, that would really be what we need to remind the people out in the street of this great event in Jewish history. So they agreed, the and Meitshava, that you have to make mention of the, you have to make mention Of the eight days. But they disagreed about how you do that. According to Beit Shammai, you light eight candles the first night at seven, the second night at six, until you're finished. According to Beit Hillel, you do what we usually do. We ourselves, you light one candle day one, and two candles, then three candles, and four candles. And already points out that this must be in accordance with the second uh, idea above. The first idea being Ne'er Yishu Beito and the second idea is Ne'er L'Kol Echad ve'echad. So in the Ne'er L'Kol Echad it would be difficult. I mean, you didn't want to have so many candles. You didn't want people to get confused. They wouldn't know what it is. So it must be Ne'er Ishu Beito became the Machloket of Beit Shammai and Beit Hillel. So the Machloket of Beit Shammai and Beit Hillel is curious, curious Machloket. Because you see to yourself, they both agreed that you had to know the number, that there, were, that there were eight days of Hanukkah. And the way to do it was with the candles. Well, I mean, they agreed about all of that. Why couldn't they just take a leap of faith? Of some sort, and agree about how to do it. Why is there did Beit Shammai insist on his position? Since, ultimately, we accepted Beit Hillel and ultimately the acceptance of Beit Hillel was something. Something that, for us, seems to be reasonable. Why was it that there was this machloket? This Zmachlogat between Beit Shammai and Beit Helel. The Gemara continues and says, makes an interesting, asks an interesting question, and that question is My Hanukkah, which I would interpret as being, why do we celebrate? I mean, what happened? What happened? I think it's a kind of a put down on miracles. We don't celebrate miracles. I mean, for us, Hashem doing a miracle is kind of obvious. We're very nice if it happens, and very nice if it's helpful. But it 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 doesn't tell me anything about God's relationship to the created world. As far as we understand, God could do any miracle, could make anything happen. So the Gemara says, My okay? My Hanukkah means what are we celebrating? And the Gemara says, "This is what we celebrate: bekafay, slave." Yoma de Chanukah temanya inun. Starting from Kafei Kislev, which is this
1: uh, this uh, Friday.
0: Yoma de Chanukah temanya inun. There are eight days of Chanukah. Delo be misbeid behon.
1: You shouldn't uh, have... Uh, you shouldn't
0: speak about sad events that happened, and you shouldn't uh, uh, oppress yourself in any way, like fasting. When the Yivanim went into the Beit HaMikdash, and this always, always strikes me that the Gemara said that the Greeks, the Greeks were not uh, uh, curious and learned and understanding and they looked for a way, they didn't just want to destroy the Beit HaBikdash, they wanted to destroy it for Jews and the way they did that was they
1: All the oils that was used for the menorah
0: became defiled, unclean. Sheba they were in the Beit Hamikdash. So they knew something. These Greeks, they weren't simply marauders trying to kind of beat down the walls of Jerusalem. They knew how to afflict pain to the Jews, and they didn't have to destroy the Beit Hamikdash. It was enough. It was enough to destroy the oil that was necessary to light the candles. When they couldn't light the candles, everybody knew that the Greeks had, had uh, done something. Right? And when the house, the family of Hashmonaim were victorious, and they called in the tomorrow. They called Malchut Beit even though kingship was not really their primary, uh, their their primary function. The Malchut was supposed to come from the House of David, but the Ha'im took it upon themselves, right? Malchut and they were able to be victorious, but who? they checked into the matter Shemet. They only found one cruise of oil, the only one that was reliable. It had a reliable hechsher. you know. You can have a good Heksher, and still people claim that it's not reliable, but this was reliable. But there wasn't enough of it. They had only enough oil that would burn in the candelabrum in the Beit HaVikdash for one day. And they needed, they needed new oil. And the new oil would come in eight days. So the story continues as Nasebones. There was a miracle. And somehow it it burned for eight days. Now everybody knows why they say the nace was not eight days, the nase was only seven days, because they had enough oil for one day. On this question that is asked by the tour, there are no end of of solutions. No end of solutions, or you know that. The durability of the question is what counts here. Somehow it doesn't fit together. <inaudible> A miracle took place with <inaudible> So some people say they put, they took the eight, the cruise of oil, they divided it into eight, and they filled each cup in the menorah with an eighth of the amount that he needed. And the miracle was that even though there was very little oil it burned for eight days, nonetheless. How it burned for eight days? Okay, we'll get back to all of that someday. Then the, 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 the writer says, And the next year, So that's it. That's the story of the question. Was my Chanukah? What is it about Chanukah that we are celebrating? Question. The answer is the the miracle of the pachashemen. How do we how do we celebrate it? Oh, it says Every single household lights a candle. Every single household lies to God. What's it got to do with the household? What does Hanukkah have to do with the ner Ish ubayto
1: Furthermore, what happened in this? Uh,
0: what happened in this uh, story to the victory? the military victory? which we speak about every time we say Shemona Esrei right, in the paragraph beginning with al There it talks about the achievement of the Hashemonaim, how they went to battle with the Greeks and they were able to, uh, to be victorious in that battle. Why is it
1: missing here in the... So it seems to me that there might have been. Seems to me that there might have been another battle. The battle to determine what was really. What was really happening.
0: On uh, Chanukah, what was really happening on Hanukkah? and that battle went on to our day. So if you bear with me and look at the. Uh, at the Rambam. The Rambam has something to say about health. 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 And he says it briefly here in Hilchot Deyot, Perek Zion, Halacha Aleph, Halacha Bet, but mostly Halacha Aleph. Let's look at the Rambam. The Rambam says, He says, everybody knows that a healthy body uh, a whole, whole and healthy body. Hashem Hashemhu, it's the way. Habakorish meaning that a person who works to give his body strength, right? Barivish alain, he's following God's dictates. Sharei Ebshar sheyavin He says, after all, you think a person who is sick is going to know a lot about God? And after all, you know that the Rambam thought that by by thinking and analyzing and assessing things, you could really know more about God than you knew. You could certainly improve your position. So you have to make sure that you deny yourself those things that destroy your body. And you have to take upon yourself the custom of of eating things that bring you to health, umachlimim, and cure you, veeluheim, The And these are them: the olam lo yochal adam elokeshura. A person should not eat unless he is hungry. Ve'lo He should only drink when he is thirsty way yishne kebav philop rega cha al yishne kebav he should not uh, uh avoid defecating even for a moment ela kozman chizriach shtin ol le chayn yamod miyad so the rambam as you know and the rambam talks about this topic at length in the fourth Chapter of the Shwadeh Prakim. Shwadeh Prakim are kind of an introduction to his commentary on Pirkei what? Shwadeh Prakim.
1: So the Rambam, the Rambam thought that everything,
0: everything you do that breeds a healthy body. is is something that Hashem would approve of and that is in fact desired because if you don't have a healthy body if you don't have a healthy body then you're not going to be able to do the other things that you want to do like learn Torah you can't learn Torah if you're sick something that I'm learning painfully you can't learn Torah if you're sick you have to be well To be well, you have to treat your body in a certain way. In the Pirkei Avot that I mentioned, the Rambam spreads this out to people who have soulful illnesses. We call them psychological or psychotic or, or, you know, illnesses that cannot easily be described, but they prevent you. From doing other things that you want to do and accomplish other things that you want to accomplish, but you can't do it. So what you have to do is make sure that you're healthy in body and in soul. Healthy in body and in soul. This is the Rambam's the idea, and of course, since the Rambam, people have been thinking about this topic. And today, I think it's uh, we reached a point where all kinds of suggestions are made to produce a healthy body. To get rid of illness, so there do all kinds of solutions. There's Western medicine and Eastern medicine and yoga medicine, and, and all of these things work somewhat, but none of them none of them is perfect. So you know that what happened after the Churban Beit Mikdash the Tana'im apparently realized.
1: The Tanim apparently realized that you. Uh,
0: we needed a, a focus. We had lost the Beit HaMikdash, which was the previous focus. I and mean, we could go to the Beit HaMikdash, we could David, we could bring korbanot. we could give charity in the Beit HaMikdash. It was the center of all things, but. It came to an end. And when it came to an end, the Jews, the the Tanaim of the age said, we need a new focus, and that new focus should be Talmud Torah. And of course, you can't just say to everybody, you should learn Torah and don't do anything else. So it took time. It took time until this notion that Talmud Torah could be the central or the focus of of Am Yisrael. That's what we do. Who are we? We do. We learn Torah. Other nations might say we play soccer. We said we learn Torah. This is a kind of remarkable thing. It was even more, more remarkable than it caught on. And people understood. Yes, we learn Torah. That's the important thing that we do. As a result, they had to kind of come to a new equivalency between Learning Torah and doing other things—that were good things to do, that were helpful—and you know, in the Rambam's way of thinking about things, if something can, gives you pleasure, if you're if you're able to go to a a play, or you're able to go to a movie, or you're able to go to someplace where you you kind of feel relaxed, that your soul is uh, is enjoying its place in the universe. So all of that is good according to the Rambam. I know, of course, today some people would disagree, but I think that considering my old age, I want to say that the Rambam sounds right to me.
1: You can't ignore. A person can't
0: ignore the fact that he has needs and that he's able to do things that other people can't do and he enjoys doing them and he wants to do them. And that that's not really a, a, a contradiction.
1: Not a contradiction to the primacy of Talmud, Talmud Torah. So let's say Beit Shammai and Beit Hillel. Let's say they were in that argument. Generally speaking, generally speaking, Beit Shammai said,
0: we have to be strong we have to do things that we want to do. We have to do the right thing. That was Beit Shammai, even though Beit Shammai was a, a school of scholars. But they understood that the people had different kinds of needs. That was Beit Shammai. So Beit Shammai say light all the candles all at once because we're celebrating the military victory. Just as it says in al Nisim, which we say in the Shemot Esrei and in Birkat Hamazon. Beit Hillel said, no, this is just a step. This is a step in understanding how to combine the idea of Talmud Torah with the idea of a, a, a good body, of having, being able to serve your body properly. So Beit Hillel said, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's what, that's what the, uh, Beit, that's what beel what said,
1: so eventually victory came to victory came to beel because Beel recognized the real problem more than
0: So we go back to the beginning of the Tanah Rabbana that we spoke about earlier. It says, Ner Chanukah, Mitzvah al petach beitel mi So, what is a Ner Chanukah? What is a Ner Chanukah? Ner Chanukah is taking something that is regular and turning it into a mitzvah. That's what Beit Hillel said. You could make something that hasn't happened yet. We're not all studying Torah all the time. We're not all able to live our lives the way the Rabbma presents it. Nevertheless, we're starting. That's what Beit el said. Let's light a candle, and tomorrow two candles, and that way we'll kind of give the impression that there's something that we have to still improve, something more. And that, of course, starts in the bayat. Starts in the bayat. A person has to have that kind of resolve in order to create the bayat, which then becomes the source of the light of the candle, which is something that uh, is the person in Nisa that everybody sees outside. I wish you all a happy Chanukah. Tagorim Sameach. All the best. Thank Bravo. you very much, Rabbi Ravinder. Be well. Thank Be you, well. you, Rabbi Ravinder.
1: <laughs> 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 <laughs>